Forgiveness is designed to make sure that you don't miss anything that it is that God had for you. I don't care who they are. I don't care what they did to you. Forgive them. It's not worth holding on to it and missing out what it is that God has already created for you to experience. You're listening to the Leverage Your Incredible Factor podcast with Darnielle Jervy Harmon. The place to be to leverage and scale a business that serves you financially and spiritually. I'm your host, spiritual business growth strategist, Darnielle J. Harmon. Join me each week for inspiring stories, powerful interviews, and business growth strategy to help you experience abundance in your life because of your business. If you are ready to play and pray bigger, let's get this party started. If this is your first time joining me, there's just a few things I want to make sure that you know. Number one, I am not new to this. I am true to this. For more than 10 years, I have been growing businesses, period. I am the absolute best at combining spiritual principles with business growth strategy to turn entrepreneurs into multiple six and seven figure CEOs. And no, in case you were wondering, you do not have to choose. You can love God and make both loads of money. And I'm on a mission to create even more multiple six and seven figure CEOs. Oh, and we don't do hustle and grind. We do spirituality and systems. You might be wondering exactly what the incredible factor is. And if that's you, I invite you to go all the way back to our very first episode. I even give you a really powerful worksheet that you can download so that you can find yours because it is the key to beginning to leverage and scale your business. And I am tickle purple that you are listening in today. This episode is powered by the Grow Your Business Toolkit. Listen to me. If you have a business that you know should be generating seven figures, you need the Grow Your Business Toolkit. It literally gives you the keys to the seven-figure castle, and you can start your journey today at growyourbiztoolkit.com. Okay. So you probably know that a couple of weeks ago, we held Breakthrough in Business, Our theme for 2020 was Next Level Everything. We held this event, even though I didn't really want to hold the event, if I'm being honest, like I literally asked God maybe 25 times, are you sure you want me to do this event? Are you sure you want me to do this event? Are you sure you want me to do this event? And every single time, God was like, yes, yes, yes. Well, today I want to talk to you about two things. First, I want to talk to you just a little bit about the experience and the themes we talked about, as well as I want to talk to you about one of, I think, the most powerful components of the entire event, the thing that is standing between you and your million dollar business. You probably have no idea what I'm talking about. You probably think that I'm talking about strategy or learning how to close the sale or learning how to write better copy. Yeah, you'll need all of that if you want to go to seven figures, But none of that will take you to seven figures if you don't do what one of my favorite scriptures says you should do. Mark 11, 24 through 26. Let me paint you a picture of what's happening in this scripture so that you can get understand what we're going to talk about and how this all parlays into what we experienced uh, two weeks ago at Breakthrough in Business. So Jesus and his boys, the disciples, are walking from, I can't tell you what town, some town to another town. On the way to the town, Jesus gets hungry. He sees a fig tree. He goes over to the fig tree. However, the fig tree is not producing figs. He gets a little heated. He curses the fig tree and tells the fig tree to die. 
The disciples are like looking at, this is the Darnell version, by the way, if you haven't caught that. The disciples are looking at Jesus, look at this fig tree, curse this fig tree, like, yo, Jesus is straight tripping. But they keep walking on. The next day they're coming back from where they were on the way back to where they're going. And the disciples are like, yo, that's that fig tree that Jesus cursed yesterday. Jesus then turns around and he says, and this is where the scripture picks up. Verily, verily, I say unto you, you can say to any mountain, move, and it will in fact move. But this is the part that no one ever wants to do. This is the reason why your business will not generate seven figures. But first you must forgive your brother so that your father in heaven may forgive you. We are talking today specifically about forgiveness as it plays into your ability to experience a massive breakthrough in your business. I have done this particular event three times, three different audiences. Every single time, the majority of the people in the room have been completely different. And every single time, everybody's on board with everything we talk about. We talk about alignment. We talk about surrender. We talk about um, getting clear about what you truly desire and walking into all of that. We talk about seeing yourself the way that God sees you. We talk about loving yourself first and foremost. And every single time when we start talking about forgiveness, all of a sudden people can't hear, they, they need to take a break. Like it's not the thing that they want to do. Write this down. Forgiveness is for you. It is not for those who have quote unquote wronged you. I do say quote unquote wronged you because I don't think that by and large people intend to do anyone harm. Now, yes, you do have some people out there that their whole MO is to just upset the apple cart. But by and large, our family, who are typically the people who wrong us that we need to forgive, I don't think they do it on purpose. Like I think about my, my parents, right? I believe that they did the best that they could with what they had. Now their best left me jacked up, but I think that they did the best that they could with what they had. And so it would actually be ill reproach of me not to forgive them, to continue to hold them accountable for the things that they did when they thought they were doing the right things. Like, you know, did I ever starve? Absolutely not. Did I ever not have clothes on my back? Absolutely not. Was I introduced to fear and lack and chaos? Absolutely. But I think that they did the best that they could with what they had. And I remember when I was 17, 18 years old, going to the University of Delaware and remembering or realizing, actually even being taught that my undergraduate scholarship came with support from therapy services. I don't know that that was the real name, but I got really tickled over the fact that I could go and talk to somebody and it wouldn't cost me anything, right? Because that's not what Black people do, right? They don't go to the therapist. And if they do, there's this misconception that it's just going to cost so much money, which makes them to not go. And I remember going to sit in that therapist's chair, because I don't believe it was a couch. I can't quite remember. And being walked through a series of questions and activities, all for the purposes of helping me to forgive. And so I say to you today, as you probably are scratching your head, like, Darnielle, what does any of this has to do with me taking my business to the next level? It has everything. That scripture again, and I gave you the Darnielle version of it, right? And I could look up the actual scripture and, and tell you that. In fact, you know what? Let me do that. Let me look up the actual scripture and give it to you exactly like the good book says it. I just felt really old just now when I said that. But I'm looking up this scripture because I want to read it to you the way that it says. <clears throat> All right. So this is an NIV, New International Version. 
Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you will receive it and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your father in heaven may forgive you your sins. So that's NIV. Let's find another version. Let's see what else we can find here. Here's King James. Therefore, I say unto you, whatsoever things ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. And when ye stand praying, forgive, if you have aught against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. Right? So it doesn't matter if you can close a sale. It doesn't matter if you have the best messaging possible. It doesn't matter if you can fill an arena with tons of people who are um, coming to your event. Your success will always be limited by your inability to forgive. Let me say that again for the people in the back. Your success will always be limited by your inability to forgive. So it sounds good, right? But what I want to do is I want to walk you through something that I learned. And this is not my original creation, but I happen to have read the book Forgiving Forward, which is by Bruce Hebel. Hopefully I'm pronouncing his name correctly. H. E-B-E-L and his wife, Tony, I believe is her name. They have this whole movement around forgiveness because they, like me, know that forgiveness is the key to truly unlocking the abundance that you seek. And so one of the things I love about their book is they literally give you what they call a protocol for forgiveness, walking you through seven steps that you can utilize in order to forgive. And remember, let me say it again, forgiveness is not for the person who's wronged you. In fact, I actually do not recommend that you call the person or reach out to the person on Facebook in any way that you feel wronged you because nine times out of 10, they're going to go on the defense and they're not going to be having any recollection of the fact that they did anything wrong to you. And it is only going to piss you off all over again. And then you're going to have to run them through the protocol again. I want you to avoid all that because forgiveness is for you. It's your way of clearing your palate and opening up a space for everything that it is that God has for you. And trust and believe you already went through the process of becoming an entrepreneur. You desire to be a successful entrepreneur. I like to think about it like that scene in Love Jones, if you've ever seen the movie, if you haven't, just kind of go with me. The two main characters um, in the movie, I'm gonna give you their real names because I can't remember their name. Oh, maybe I do. Darius and Nina are their names in the movie, but I'm talking about Lorenz Tate and Nia Long. They had been dating and they fell out and then they ended up seeing each other. And now they went on this proper date as Nina called it. And at the end of the date, they were coming back in and and Darius was going to sleep over, but she was going to have him sleep on the couch. And he was like, listen, We've already done it repeatedly. Like you don't have to save mine till later. I'd rather have mine right now. And so I say the same thing to you. I would hate for you to save or hope that maybe later the things that you desire will come into your life experience. I'd much rather you have them now. And the way that you get them now is through forgiveness. So let me walk you through how the protocol works. So the very first thing that you do is you thank God for forgiving you. Cause let's just keep it real. Well, you know, and I say this, whether you are a Christian, you consider yourself to be Christian or not, the whole purpose of Jesus was to be brought here for the remission of your sins so that no matter what it is you already did, are going to do, plan to do, it's already forgiven under the blood. Like that deserves a purple hand clap if there was ever a reason to give a purple hand clap. So the first thing you do is you just thank God for forgiving you and for whatever the things are, right? 
So you thank God for forgiving you first. And then, and this, and let me say this too. I run the forgiveness protocol every Sunday. This is how serious I am about not missing anything that I'm supposed to have right now. I do this every Sunday. And sometimes I'm surprised because no one pops up. And sometimes I'm surprised because everybody and their grandfather pops up. But I literally do this every single weekend. So thank God for forgiving you, right? God, I thank you for forgiving me. From there, you ask God, who do I need to forgive and for what? And then you sit and you wait. I have people who tell me all the time that they don't hear God. God doesn't speak to them. Now, the thing is this, God is always speaking. Now, you might not hear him because if you're in struggle and overwhelm and doubt or in fear, God, you can't hear God. But God is always speaking. He never stops speaking. He's always trying to add value to your life experience for you to see yourself the way that he sees you. And so you sit and you wait. And so when I'm doing this on Sundays, like I said, sometimes before I can even get out, who do I need to forgive or what? I've got five names that I've written down. Other times I hear crickets and I just wait and I see. And normally what I do is in those moments where I, no one pops into my mind that I need to forgive is I forgive myself. Because let's keep it real, right? We all are always critical, overly critical of ourselves. We're always talking down, making casual covenants to ourselves. We're always putting ourselves in a position where who we are is not enough. It's, you know, like most people don't even need someone else to talk ill about them because they're so busy talking ill about themselves. So forgive yourself, right? That's the second thing as you're waiting for God to, to share with you who you need to forgive and for what. Sometimes it's the person who cut me off on 95. Sometimes it's my husband. It just really depends on what's going on at that moment. But I really try to live into a space of forgiveness because I don't want to miss anything that it is that God has for me. The third thing that you do is you repent of your own sin of unforgiveness because the people who pop up, that's, I mean, you haven't forgiven them for, like I had a person, this is not funny, but it is funny that I had to run through the protocol for 365 times. That means a whole year, every day, <laughs> I ran them through the protocol. This was like when I first learned it because I could not shake this person. And the crazy thing is I couldn't even tell you why I didn't like them and I was upset with them, but I just knew that they made my blood boil. Like it really just set me off. And so once the person's name comes up, you need to repent of not forgiving that person for the littlest or the largest thing, right? And then the fourth part, this is where it sometimes gets hard, but I wanna ask you to stay the course, right? Forgive each offense from your heart. And that's what makes it hard. Because in your mind, you can say, I forgive them, but in your heart, it can't often be hard. And this is how I know, another quick story. I remember I had a client once who was my friend before she became my client, who, didn't pay me. She like stiffed out on her bill. And I ran into her once in Walmart. And I thought I had forgiven her. I had run her through the protocol several times. But when she rolled up on me in Walmart, I realized that I still was harboring ill will against her. Because not only did I not want her to touch me, I wanted to reach out and touch her and not in a loving way. And so um, this is why I say it can, it can be hard. And what I need you to understand is it's not your conscious mind that needs to forgive, it's your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is the part of you that is running all the time, no matter what is going on. Like my favorite example is if you can ever recall getting in your car and you remember consciously starting it, and then the next thing you know, you're home, you're on your street, and you're like, 
I don't remember anything that happened. Thank you, God, for getting me here safely. That's the power of your subconscious mind. It is in your subconscious mind that we've got to do this deep work, but this is the way it goes. So the first part of that is saying, God or Lord, I choose to forgive, insert the person's name from my heart for whatever the thing is that you need to forgive them for. Sometimes I have to say that seven or eight times in a row before I even believe it, before I can even move on, right? The second thing is, Lord, is there anything else I need to forgive, insert the person's name for? And then the third thing is, I declare, insert the person's name, that they are no longer in my debt, no matter what. That, those are the three things you need to do. So after you go through that process, and you might have to do it a couple of times, then you might be ready to move on to step number five. If you're not, don't force it. Give yourself the time and space to truly, from your heart, forgive the person of the offense, right? And so because we're talking about business, let's talk about your clients that default on their programs because it happens, right? Let's just keep it real. It's happened to me. I've been in business 13 years. I know it's happened to you. And depending upon how good you are at being clear about the types of clients you want to take on, that could determine how often it happens. It never feels good. And it always probably makes you feel a little upset. You have to remember that they're not defaulting on you they're defaulting on the program. So you have to put a layer of separation between you and them so that you can move on and allow for other clients to come. One of the things that I really pride myself on inside of my company, because it's happened, is we've had people who defaulted and they were embarrassed for whatever reason. And when they finally do reach out to us, we offer them grace, the same grace that Jesus has given me. And that grace gives them a level of comfort to begin paying. I've had people who years later have paid off their balances because of that element of grace. And that's the same thing that I want for you inside of your business. Once you're ready to move on to step number five, you're going to ask God to bless them. And you're going to look for ways to bless them whenever you possibly can, depending upon what the situation is, right? So for instance, I might, because I've, I've uh, forgiven a client of the a potential, our previous client of their balance with me, I might say, and God, send them clients, send them, send them somebody, you know, warm their heart to the fact that their business can work because I actually still want to see them win, even if they haven't paid me. Like I'm the girl, I don't know if I should be proud of this or not, but I'm the girl, like historically, if you've owed me money, I will get on the phone and I will still coach you because I believe in you and I know that it can turn around really quickly. But one of the things that I do with my clients when they're they're stuck and they're not able to generate revenue as we run the protocol. Like what is it that is potentially in the way of the flow of abundance coming to you? And so I would say the same thing to you. And then the sixth thing that you want to do is you want to, this one is hard to, you want to commit to not remember the offense. So when a memory comes, you want to specifically say, I remember forgiving insert their name for that, right? And then you wanna praise God for the freedom that you have in forgiving them. Bless the person again, forgive them again and pray for reconciliation. And that reconciliation doesn't have to mean you're sitting next to them at Thanksgiving. It just means that you are not holding ill will and ill intent in your heart towards them. Because if you are holding ill will and ill intent, then you are blocking your own blessings. That's why I say forgiveness is for you. 
forgiveness is not for the person who wronged you. It's for you. It's so that you get everything that it is that God has earmarked and reserved for you. Like you've heard me say this before, right? When you think about the fact that before your dad's sperm and your mom's aid came to be, God knew and approved you. It was then that he determined your destiny. He determined how you are going to come and shake the planet. Your ability to shake the planet is contingent upon you being a clear vessel, a vessel of light as close as you can possibly be to the state that you entered into the earth realm with. And we both know that that was complete abundance, confidence. That was everything, right? It was only in meeting our families that we started to experience fear and lack and doubt and confusion and comparison and overwhelm and all those, those things that as adults, we still carry into our businesses. But we can begin to dissipate all of those things and open up a space where a flow of abundance can come in as we learn to forgive. And then the final thing is to make pre-forgiveness a lifestyle. Now they talk about this in the book, The Hebels, and what they talk about specifically here is the fact that you want to never, as or let me not say never, because they say we should never say never. You want to as as um, as much as you cannot even allow people to impact you that way that you would have to forgive them. That's what they mean by pre-forgiveness being a lifestyle. And so one of the things that I realized as we just did this event last week and we've done it two other times prior to this is that this is probably the one thing that hangs people up. So the one assignment that I have for you, and thank you for listening, is to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Where do you need to forgive? Who have you not forgiven? And how is that impacting your life and your business, your relationships? Because it's not just going to show up inside of your business. It's going to show up everywhere. But where it, are you inhibiting your ability to get everything that it is that God has for you? Let me read that scripture to you one more time. I think I had it up in... Um, King James, and that was a lot of yees. So let me go back to the NIV version. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, it will be yours. Let's dissect this for a second. Whatever you have asked for in prayer and you believe that you will receive it, it will be yours. That's 100% unequivocally, right? And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your father in heaven may forgive you your sins. Your ability to have whatever you believe when you pray come into your life experience is hindered only by your ability to not forgive whomever may have wronged you. And I don't want that for you. I want you to get the fullness of God. I want you to get the fullness of abundance. I want your business to generate whatever the amount it was already predetermined for it to generate. I want that for you. And the way that we do that is through doing our forgiveness work. So I want you to listen back to this episode as often as you need to. I'm going to put the seven steps of the protocol, giving credit to the Hebels in the show notes so that you will have it to be able to refer back to. Do your forgiveness work so you can watch your million show up. I'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you for joining me for the Leverage Your Incredible Factor business podcast. If after listening to this episode, you know that it's time that you stop playing and praying small, you should go grab my Grow Your Business Toolkit. Based on the pillars of business optimization, this toolkit is the only resource you need to get crystal clear about what it will take to take your business to the seven-figure mark. Go grab yours today at growyourbiztoolkit.com. 
And if you enjoyed our time together, do yourself a favor, head on over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Until next time, remember you deserve to scale your business, shake the planet, and fund the life you crave. Take care.